0: It's a new day in the workroom. Welcome back to your favorite piece of Drag Race bonus content that you can get from the Headstuff Podcast at work
1: and exclusive, because unless you're here with us in the workroom, you're not going to hear us anywhere else this week. Nope. For the first time since January. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, welcome along today. We'll be covering Holland, episode five and six, and then just a bit of a recap of the other things going on in the different areas of the franchise. Um, so, let, let's just let's get straight into it. Episode five, of Holland. James, what's the sort of first thing you want to talk about?
1: Okay, so here's the thing. I think that in each series or each new like kind of strain of the franchise, that they have like one thing that they do like particularly well. And I think that in Holland it's the makeover. Because last year's makeover was extremely kind of like I, I think that I like spoke about really important subjects and talking about Mama Queen and, and, and having and having their father there present. And then this year that the 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 story with Vanessa Van Cartier and, and, and like her partner who was straight but just fell in love with her as the person uh, and then they went to like I thought that that storyline was was really, really powerful and important. So I overall thought that this was a very strong episode and i think that the the makeover episodes are always among my favorites anyway um but i enjoyed I, I, I enjoyed the half of it that was about the makeover. I did not care one bit about this like weird wedding speech mini challenge they had to do. Mainly I didn't understand it. Maybe it was funny. Was it funny? I don't know.
0: I I said I, I wrote they're all doing a rubbish job, move on. But in terms of like the production of the episode I think the production team have really stepped it up. I thought it was a really lovely idea to be like, it's 20 years since the first same-sex marriage in the Netherlands. Let's throw it back. Let's invite Geert and Dolph in. The most Dutch names I could possibly ever think of. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I thought it was really nice. And even... <laughs> This is the, you know, the honest Dutch. It's like, you were the first person to get married. Well, actually, we were one of four of the first people to get married. (laughs) Okay, I was just trying to be simplifying. Yeah, and then they had that speech. And even then, Fred being like, I'm going to make it even more difficult by making you include the word rhododendron, washer fluid, and menstrual cycle. Like, that is literally a game I would have played with my family one time. We went to my grandparents' house And I was like We all have to make up a phrase In the car And we have to sneak it Into conversation with grandparents' house And we did it It's literally a, a game I would play When I was 10 And they're playing In Decker's uh,
1: Yes I, I also think that You know Unnecessarily Complicating it In that way Just made it That like You were never Gonna get funny Cause like They could have Like the queens Could have done like funny different sort of funny speeches or whatever that they made up and wrote themselves but like having to hamper them then with these three weird words just felt like as if it was kind of overcomplicating it for like a mini challenge just meant to be pretty simple and quick and you just get it you Mm. know
0: yeah no absolutely and and all the queens decided to go with this character one had a stutter one was shy one was old one was slutty i was like just stand up and make a good speech like that's all you want
1: you don't need to be a dwarf no, <laughs> so, I, one of the seven dwarfs. That that was my, <laughs> That wasn't me being heightened. Yeah. That was <laughs> one of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, in my notes, I wrote fun challenge, but they all did crap. So I was like, okay, well, this, this was just a waste I, of time. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll note I did enjoy the concept, and I would like to see it done on one of the like English speaking franchises where maybe you'd be able to follow. Because I think some of what gets lost in in in, in Holland. Um, and in Spain was where there was more nuanced humor, so mm. perhaps like if I had like been perhaps if I'd been a, a native speaker of the language, I would have like got more of the references or whatever. But yeah, it felt like it dragged on a bit too long. And then I don't even know that it necessarily kind of like tied in to to what the the Mac, to, like to the makeover maxi challenge. Anyway, I just I like give me a quick drag maxi challenge, just something like that where it's a bit messy. You know, I want yeah. like a. Um, What's your name? What's your one little pancake? I want a little pancake mm. moment. <coughs> give me yeah, a little absolutely. pancake moment.
0: Yeah, not much to ask but Just one of the most iconic mini challenge moments ever. Just give me that every <laughs> just time. Give me that every Every time. episode, every franchise. Thank you.
1: Deliver at that level
0: consistently, <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> so they have to make up a member of their family or friends, I guess. So running through it, it was Valdi's mom. It was the Countess's friend. It was Steve uh, Vanessa's partner. Joyce was Kate's mom. Kim was my little pony sister and Jermaine, which. Maybe it's because the only Jermaine with a G I know is Jermaine Greer did not scream 10 times Muay Thai kickbox champion Jermaine. Just the archetype was not there for me. So interesting to see when Tabitha's sister came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but let, let's just get into Vanessa and Steve's storyline. I thought this was fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was such a beautiful storyline and so empowering and... Like, Fred said it on the main stage, like, that that he hopes that this is something that kind of gets seen and this story is something that gets shared. Because, like, it, I mean, Vanessa Van Cartier seems to be a very complicated and multi-layered kind of, in like, speaking about both episodes over the yeah. course of this, we see, like, a lot of different sides there. And I suppose to see someone who would... Because up until this point, I suppose as well, and having this conversation about both episodes, I think is nice in a way because it has both of the, you're you're seeing the whole of the person. Mm -hmm. And to see someone who's able to kind of take everything and all the complications and all of the stuff that comes along with that and just be like, I don't care that, you know, you're not the gender I'm typically attracted to sort of currently presenting that you're, you know, like all of these different things are standing my way, but I just see you and I think that you're spectacular and as he said later in the episode, when I'm sixty or when I'm seventy or when I'm whatever age I want to be with someone who who I love and who who sort of fulfills me and that's that's Vanessa. And I, I just was really special and especially because like he is a straight guy and he's coming yeah. into this world and doing it in a really respectful way.
0: I just you know, you and I both have both had conversations in private or on podcasts or other things just about, you know, people who talk about this possible non-binary utopia in which we might dream about you know not being limited by gender and sex and all that sort of stuff and I was like these two are living in it these two are living in that utopia and I just was like oh my god I felt like I was looking into the future and it just warmed my heart
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was a beautiful story, and I think it over like it didn't just over. Well, it o- it overshadowed all the other stories by just in by its purity and by its importance and, and uniqueness. There was lots of other, and its uniqueness. There was lots of lovely other lovely other moments within the um, like with, within the, the the other relationships, but mm. this just really was the like this was the the jewel and the crown of of this episode, and it was. Like, so wonderful to see how supportive Steve was of of Vanessa. It was Steve. I just realized. Yeah, so it was, it like, was and, Steve.
0: It is Steve. That's okay. That's
1: okay. <laughs> um, but it was wonderful to see, like, how supportive, like, he was of of um of her and how, like, enthusiastic he was to get involved and, like, really, like, actually kind of, like, he was strutting around the place and, like, giving it loads, which, mm. you know, was, was lovely. Because sometimes you see the straight guys in there when they go in and they're a bit more kind of like, oh, I don't know whether I want to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although Uh, I have to say, like him shaving that beard was criminal because he was like 10 out of 10 mega fox and then he shaved that beard and suddenly it's like, are you here to fix the printer?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's one of the runners. Can you get me a mocap, please? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One of the details that they didn't fix on, because, you know, there was a bigger story to tell, was that they seem to have met at an Irish drag show. Was that? I, I want the details there. Was that Victoria's Secret? Like what was going on?
1: I want to know I want to know was it like an, a drag show in an Irish bar in Amsterdam or was it a in the like George an actual yeah was it in the George I feel like it has to have been in Amsterdam because yeah. it would be too much of a coincidence that like like two like a, a a a drag performer from Holland and a straight man from Holland came to Dublin and both ended up in the George on the same night and then their eyes met but that still the
0: wouldn't be the way like the most uncon- like un most surprising thing about the story right so yeah no it wouldn't be
1: but also i do think it would be very hard for your eyes as a performer and an audience member it would be too difficult for your eyes to meet across the room and to pack george because <laughs> there is literally <laughs> yeah. no
0: way for direct <laughs> line of the circumstantial evidence is off in that one yeah that's <laughs> exactly <true>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i i I want to sit down and talk to those two for, like, an hour and just get every little detail to be yeah. like... So you were... Tr- yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go into it now. Uh, I did quite like Tabitha and Jermaine's moment just talking about their sort of sibling bonding against, the you know, the homophobic father and stuff. I thought that was really nice. And somebody who I really... Kind of fell in love with in these two episodes. I think was Tabitha. I thought it was criminal that she went home in the episode that she went home in. Oh, Uh, we are
1: going to get to that. I I am (laughs) like honestly, like I am being very positive about this episode because I really enjoyed it. But I actually think that that Drag Race Holland has shit to bed, shit the beds to the extent that I'm like actually not even sure I want to. Like I'm I'm actually like furious at, at it in terms of like it's after selling out the entire. Like it is not acceptable. Like that is just That is just Act Like that is Actively not Acceptable Yeah what, well, like that, I, that I, I think
0: you were More team Tabitha Coming into this episode Than I was No I'm was. not
1: even I'm not anything To do with anyone I'm not like This is not me being In any way like Team such, such team Anything This is a case of There are rules In the competition hmm. This person broke The rules of the competition This person should have Been disqualified For breaking the rules Of the competition How like are we As a viewer meant To trust what is or isn't Like we get these Curve balls thrown At us and these twists Thrown at us all the time But we buy them because we understand that on the basis that like there is this like level playing field how is it a level playing field to say that someone had a phone for the duration of the time that they were there and all they have to do is like lip sync for their life against someone and then they get to stay like the lip sync for your life is meant to be like you didn't do great in the challenge, you didn't do great in the in whatever was expected you in this week. Can you prove to us here and now that like you're able to make up for that? Not like you broke the rules of the competition. The fundament, the fundamental rule of the competition about not having access to the outside world. Mm. Like it, it just. Like, this is like, you know, every other reality TV show has this exact same, well, of this type has this exact same restriction. And in any other case, the person would be kicked out. It just, it it, it, it is, it's riggery pokery. Riggery. I am not standing for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's rigged. I was surprised that they were left to say, but I think there also has to come into play the fact, and we're just going to have to go to now, that it came up. And like, Vanessa, obviously, well, I don't know part of me thinks maybe she did have a problem with it she just didn't say it and that's possibly why she was so bitter and so angry towards Vivaldi because I didn't think she came off that well in the argument but it's kind of like when it's only brought up because you're pissed off like it it, it didn't come it didn't come up out of pure honesty she was happy to let Vivaldi cheat until they pissed her off and then she was like oh actually now you're cheating I'm going to get you back and that something uh, was like, I feel in that circumstance, I still don't think it's necessarily fair, but it kind of feels more... No,
1: mm. I'm, I am I disagree. I, I understand in that, like, it's kind of an... And they would have got away with it if it wasn't for that pesky Vanessa Van Cartier. But the reality <laughs> is, is that, like, yeah, so whatever true. they did that, like, Vanessa Van Cartier decided, right, I'm I'm outing you as a mobile phone own, owner. Like, the rules of the competition say... And I, I just think that, like, it now puts, like, a... Que- not across the whole franchise, obviously, because like you know, but it just it just undermines one of the fundamental kind of rules that has been part of this competition since season three of of US. Even before season three, you probably weren't allowed to have. They weren't as strict about whether or not you were able to have contact with the other world. Like it, this is the Willem situation again, except for Willem got to stay, you yeah. know. And it's just I I just I'm like no this it, it, the the and I, I know I've, I know this is ridiculous because it's like as if I'm talking about it like I'm a scorned lover, but it is like I feel like it the the show has sort of broken my trust to the point where I kind of where I just am and believing like that there's a kind of a, a hymn sheet that they're singing off, like they're making decisions because of who they want to keep in the competition to such a degree that they're willing to break the most fundamental rule that the competition has.
0: Yeah, I It feels like. I'm not annoyed at it as I am about just the blatant riggery of Art Simone coming back for no clear reason. And, like, that pissed me off a bit more. There was a shock elimination in Drag Race Thailand where somebody was kicked out because they brought in, like, a scooter or something because they weren't allowed to bring a scooter. Um... Something like that. So I was supposed to be similar to that. But yeah, I was a bit confused. I would have liked if they are going to let him say that at least Fred give us some clarification to be. But they just were like, "Okay, Chanté, you stay." So yeah, yeah. it was annoying.
1: It, it was annoying, and yeah. Anyway, I I mean, I I do also think that Tabitha was a a better performer, um, and that I think that Vivaldi ha- hasn't come off like it feels as if now this is me going into like the weeds of i mean you know we've, we've just had nine eleven and and people love to get into conspiracy theories on that but me going into the weeds of this is that like every time you're one from the me- milkshake festival is there she specifically references and the only one she's done this for is around vivaldi about what an amazing stage at milkshake this person would put on and what an amazing so there is a bit but of did she not then like, go
0: like oh, we don't want a nasty girl in, in milkshake did i say something like that this episode
1: I don't. I don't know that she. I can't remember. I just remember her last couple of times talking about how much she wanted Vivaldi on this, and it just felt very much like it was this. Is this queen being pushed forward mm. because there's like an interest in like, well, we want this person to 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 host the stage. But anyway, and do you know what I, actually
0: felt worse? Like I know, okay, Tabitha took off her shoes, and her that dress wasn't great. And the, the dress was okay
1: because at least there was like a yeah. Like there was a lot of stripping down done, but.
0: Yeah, but I, yeah. Tabitha was able to move better, so there was certainly an argument to say Tabitha did a better performance, and, and and you know, and Vivaldi did deserve to be in the bottom anyway, and she might have not done a good lip sync. So I was kind of like, maybe they'd be like, look, we're not going to send you home because you cheated, but you were the worst this week, so you're going home. I thought maybe that's the way they were going with it.
1: I, I yes, when, when it got to the bottom two, I thought it was going. They were going to have. It was My Little Pony, and wasn't it? My, it was wasn't My Little Pony. Who was it? It was Tabitha and Vanessa. and Vanessa. I thought they were going to have those two lip sync against yeah. each other, and they were going to send um, Vivaldi just home, just be like, "Look, we made a decision. You broke the rules. Yeah, I thought that was you're a very talented. Too. You're very talented, but like get out of here." Um, and then not send either Vanessa or Tabitha I, I I don't know. All I know is that I really didn't like the decision to deal with handle this in this way. And yeah. it felt it felt amateurish and it felt like as if there was kind of production like it was overproduced to a way where it just is making you question like the way in which they're 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 structuring the show i i I, I as you can tell was very passionate about it mm.
0: what did you, <laughs> what did you think of the argument?
1: I didn't understand it at all. Like I It felt like it came I, Also like there's the other thing That that Drag Race Holland has Is like these like weird Backstage arguments Yeah that I was thinking of see. us Chatting to I say was,
0: Jean About the catering table
1: I was like waiting to see If I could see the catering table In the background <laughs> and you, you couldn't really get it You couldn't really get A good, a good look at it um, But no I Like I, I didn't Like I really didn't Understand it Like I get that like Vanessa was Sort of obviously Is highly Sensitive about The fact that there's Like some boldness Going on and that losing the the headpiece had like really sort of triggered them, uh, but I I also get from the point of like from Vivaldi's point of view if you're if you're in a performance I don't know like you get from Vivaldi's point of view like if you're kind of all there you're all doing a job Vivaldi obviously knew that they hadn't done amazingly well either in the scene and to see someone who got like really positive reaction from the judges it was kind of like that sort of like that's a big reaction for safe you know like mm. that thing from from All Stars. And I could understand why Vivaldi would be a bit pissed off and like, they probably were like, well, I didn't do particularly well and I'm likely to be in the bottom now and you're making this big deal about your hat falling off. But, like, without the context of knowing that the hat was a protective hat to, like, you know, prevent the world from seeing your vulnerability. But, um, but yeah, so I I didn't really get it. And I did think, like, you know we 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 can we can all believe many as I think people I think Fanula on Bandwagon says a lot of the times uh, many things can be true at once yeah. um, but and I think that while it also once it came out that Vivaldi had a mobile phone and had, had brought it in like it absolutely should have been a case of you've broken the rules you're out it was extremely petty of Vanessa van Cartier to to throw that so quickly at um at, at them sort of in that moment
0: yeah I, I just like I've I was loving Vanessa all season the episode before with her and Steve I was like oh come through I want you to win I I, I was turned off for in this episode I do think I just thought she was more angry than what we saw it warranted yeah. it to be and look yeah. yeah Vivaldi was being a bit of a brat and was like rolling their eyes being like whatever shut up but like she just got angrier and angrier and became more aggressive and aggressive. And just for something that was like, well, did you, Did Vivaldi didn't even know that was your sensitive spot. And I understand you're annoyed, but they're your emotions to deal with. So like, yeah, I don't know. It upset me. And I hope there's a reunion. Because at the end yeah. of the episode, they do hold hands and look at each other, and maybe this is why Vivaldi's been kept in to show that you know reconciliation is important. and That she goes uh, home next I, week. Yes, I mean I I could
1: very easily see based on the top four that we're gonna have a Vivaldi, Vanessa Van Cartier, mm. lip sync next week. Um, yeah. As the but I I we should we should as well we, we should, should jump actually back talk, and talk about the about drag. <laughs> Yeah. And we should also Talk a bit more About our other Our other couples um, In the In yes. the, the makeover Poor Countess Like left Having made Virtually no impression On the competition Oh did you not um, feel Like the
0: judges Were like Just f- f- bored of her At that point They were just oh, like, so Whatever she would have done They would have sent her home
1: um, I was I, I thought that it was um, Just like Am I seeing double Four miss fames <laughs> Like it was it, 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 Yeah I also kind of thought Like I don't know Did you ever watch Made in Chelsea no, so herself and her friend lost gave me like poor, uh, like you know, poor man's Mark Francis and Victoria vibes from the oh yeah, the kind of like <laughs> Uber poshos in the background who were there, kind of like ooh, ooh, I never eat caviar except for you know, it was just very, um, very out of place. And I just I, I think that that kind I I I the Miss Fame comparison for me with her like has been there since the very beginning, but I just feel like there's like. A vulnerability and a sort of a, a sort of a goofiness to miss fame that sort of allowed her get away with the fact that like her looks were you know and her looks were amazing but her looks were all quite similar and they all had this kind of just statuesque kind of like personalitylessness to them it was just like here is the model presenting the outfit uh, but she was able to do that because she had this kind of like goofy underbelly whereas i don't think the countess had that
0: yeah, well, but the same way, like you know, Ginger Minj never never gave us high glamour, but she gave us this sort of fun campiness, and it was always that sort of same, you yeah. know, same style. I didn't really have an issue, and like I said, that Beetlejuice look was fantastic. But I I, yeah. I, I did get what the judges were saying in this, but I was also like, look at the rest of the makeup around the room, and then look at the Countess and Lot. I know Lot doesn't say a lot, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> um, and we didn't get much of a story. But I was like, really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yeah
1: i i like i think that it was it was again like it would have been nice to see her get some praise for the amazing job she did on the looks like i actually yeah. understood what they were saying and that was like there there wasn't really a concept here it didn't really feel like there was any kind of a storyline it was just two like you know posho glamour girls mm. with their blonde hair drinking their cocktails you know yeah and, and and unless you're going to be pulling like milk and cookies out of your tits like you know you don't want to be or, like mixing the actual cocktail on the stage as per mm. silky nutmeg ganache like you don't want to be bringing that sort of like little glass with some decanter on the runway we're not interested
0: Where's I know my little poony had their dad Eric Schrer. it's just <laughs> a name that my English-speaking mouth cannot get my <laughs> mouth around. It's like in Dirty uh, Rock, the rural drawer. I uh, can't get the name right, but the comic was on the on uh, on the on the garment. And when he or she pulls it out and shows it to the sister, it was like, oh, this is going to be really, really cool. And then when you see it on them, you're like, oh, they're more like sort of cutouts of a newspaper than they are like a comic book.
1: Yeah, I got, the, I got what the, the judges were saying about the look. It was very sort of... Like it was very, very simple and but also not like not eye catching or wow enough for that simpleness to, to overlook that simpleness. Mm. Um because I'm sure like you like we'd ha- we've had other people do that like bondage strappy kind of look and it has been spectacular. Like I think yeah. like, Detox has done like versions of it and it, it like it can be Crystal amazing. did a really good one as well, I think. Yeah. And but with it with this it just it did feel kind of you were right, it just was sort of newspapery and yeah, and the story didn't jump out in, in, in like, sort of any massive way.
0: Yeah. I thought, purely aesthetically, um, I thought Keta Minaj deserved to win. I thought I thought the mum looked great with the massive big hair. Yeah. The sort of Indonesian flag colours and those sort of, like, golden crowns. I wanted Vanessa to win because I loved the story. I didn't think she got that complicated story across in the runway, because, I mean, how could you? But I was still happy she won because... At that point, I hadn't got turned off her.
1: Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm the same. Like I kind of, I kind of figured there was no way that she wasn't going to win. So I was like, and I was happy for it. I thought she looked really good, and that it was a, even though it didn't maybe get their storyline across like that sort of the complicatedness it did like talk about love and it felt sort of you know like two halves of the one and it was like it, that was lovely I did really love Vivaldi's look I thought it was really fun and kind of yeah like, actually, the fact yeah. that the, the mother knitted it is, mm. is that was that the story like yeah, I think, I think so. that's that's that is really lovely and I loved the hair and the kind of punkiness of it and the like cartooniness of it and the fact that the mother was like really getting into it which I thought was uh, yeah was great so like it was Clear to me that there was three like very strong contenders for winning, um, and I didn't feel like Tabitha deserved to be in the bottom on this one. Either.
0: No, and I was like, you you know, remember the six way lip sync in season eleven? It was iconic, yeah. and they did all deserve it. They didn't deserve a three way lip sync in this one. You were either going like they all were missing something, but I I thought it would have been my little pony, and. The Countess, can't because in my head, it's like, you can only, comp- you should only really compare somebody against what they've already done. And I thought for Tabitha, I think she did reasonably well. I actually thought in episode six, it was the best Tabitha had looked in both of the looks. And I was like, come on, she has to have stayed. And she was the only one who made me crack a smile on that fucking stupid TV show. So I was I like, know. Tabitha, this is your win, girl. Go get them.
1: I yeah, completely <laughs> agree with you. Like, I, I yeah, I, I mean... I mean that coffee made challenge. I didn't understand it. It was just a hot mess, and Tabitha was the only one who was bringing any kind of humor mm. to it. Also, weird decision to just show us them filming it and not show like <laughs> the like finished product because it felt like as if there was meant to be a bit where like Tabitha and um, Vivaldi were supposed to like have a color explosion, or I thought there was going to be like a reveal where you saw like you know Tabitha using the brush thing and the hair getting big and mm. like yeah I, I was just like this is very confusing because it felt like I saw the like the I saw the Ross and Michelle filming them a bit but I didn't get to see the actual um like the actual performance
0: yeah no yeah it was weird and and I, I felt I suppose it, for me it was closest to UK when Lorraine Kelly was there and they were doing that show but even then you got to see the final product but you kind of were yeah. kind of looking at them how they were improv in the moment and I just mean and look maybe they were referencing that katharina kale lady who actually so coffee made it was based on this show called coffee time which was created by the creator of big brother and it was supposed to be like what's in the guests coffee um but she didn't actually present that show she presented the show she was like you know davina mccall or something um and uh yeah so that was kind of the history history of it but yeah i just i i thought you know they were supposed to be improv and all they did was just fight and i was like well that wasn't funny
1: but also like that's one of those really stand. like I, I suppose like <laughs> when you watch as much drag race as as we do you start mm. to see the like the cliches and that kind of like catty bitchy kind of you know co-hosts who are like smiling over the hatred for each other is like a real solid cliche and it, yeah. i don't think it really ever works well like i think you are always better to go a different road like i think was it like charlie hyde no I can't remember. It was the, that the the one yeah, in season nine where they mm-hmm. had the like the two of them were meant to it was like Trinity at the Tuck and what someone else was was doing it, and we saw it then again on the um, the UK season where they did that Breakfast Morning thing, and it doesn't really work. That kind of no. like because it it starts at a level of a ten and then it just keeps going like going all the way through, and it just feels kind of it just feels tiresome, and also like the the voices are very annoying.
0: Yeah, and and when I did an improv class, first thing we were told was don't fight with each other. <laughs> so every time I see it, I'm like. Girls you failed the first rule (laughs) Um, Something I actually thought You would be Up in arms about was Not necessarily The breaking of the rules Was the confirmation that the Untwunky crew member is definitely gone Because they got what 24 of them in there And that one of them was was Him or looked like him
1: I no, I definitely did notice that I, I had a look um, you know, you know, fresh fresh back from from Sidges Bear Week. I was examining to see who was qualifying for the cub category, who was qualifying for the bear category, and there wasn't a single one in that lineup. And like, I get it, they're all sexy men. Like they're all sexy men, that's nice, but like we're at a point now where enough has been made about inclusion on the show in terms of the contestants it's casting that I would like to see more diversity of people who are coming out in the pit crew I think that we can start seeing that like it's not just let's objectify hot guys let's have it be let's have it represent like beauty in all different formats like why not have like female pit crew members I would like to see some trans mask pit crew members I would like to
0: see- I, they, look, they look like somebody who had scars underneath their, their nipples to suggest well, that they had a mastectomy
1: well, okay, that that would be good, but I do think that. But they at, were also
0: I, they were also in the last line, so you know, yeah, give it one um, hand, take with the other.
1: But I do like I do think that kind of to be fair with the pick crew, I think it really was only season six where they really like in that like season six era where they really like were trying to make the pick crew like happen. Like, open, like since then, like the pick crew has just kind of been. Like, it's not really... They haven't really been car- featured characters so much. Mm. So I can kind of understand that. But I would like to see a bit more, like, a thought given to to body size. Because, like, even if it is a challenge like this, where you have 14, 15, 20 men walking in there, or 20 people walking in there, like, having a bigger-bodied person, having someone who, like, is obviously, like, kind of fitting into a different category, will make... Even, like, having someone who's, like, hairier will just do an awful lot for people watching who either are attracted to those people or who may look like those people. So that would be my my two cents on that subject. Because you're right, that did bother me. And I did (laughs) mean, but then I got so overwhelmed and annoyed at like the Vivaldi thing.
0: Because it was funny, because as soon as I saw, I remember you said it before, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna see if, if the you know the plus size, if that's what we're using." Uh, Pick remember came out, and then I found myself being like, "Oh, well, look, there's there's a mask guy. That's good, one diversity point." Then I found myself just being like, "Oh, well, that guy has back knee," and I was like, "Okay, don't
1: <laughs> you know, just like pointing out." Thank God, representation for the <laughs> back knee community. <laughs>
0: I just stop scrutinizing every aspect of their body just to try to find some diversity points and i don't know maybe i was just feeling a bit prudish when i watched it but i was surprised by the amount of like bare ass i was seeing i was like this kind of just took me out of it and i was like is this porn or what i what about what about here
1: yeah like i i do think like you know whatever bare arses it's fine but like i did sort of feel like I had anticipated them not being jockstraps and that, like, just the emoji would be printed... In the on boxes. The, yeah, on the back of the on the the back of the briefs, rather than just, like, pasted onto the guy's arses, which meant that there was some poor person backstage having to, like, stick these stickers onto the guy's arses. Or mm. maybe they enjoyed it, and I hope they did. Yeah. But, you know, it did feel a little bit like, this is unnecessary.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, me too. Um. I don't think anything to talk about in the main challenge was Shite... Uh, the opposites track runway I thought it was quite good people did a fun yeah fun interpretations I really loved how it was presented with the two side by side yeah
1: I did I did like that I, I think that if I would love to see that on a US runway because I think that the money that they put into that would be sort of fairly spectacular Um of the the ones that stood out to me, I definitely thought Vanessa's uh, Vanessa's life look was spectacular. Mm. Um, and who else? I loved another?
0: the winning one, Kate and Minaj with her yin yeah. and yang because one went from white to black, the other went from black to white. I thought that was incredibly clever.
1: Yes, I loved that too.
0: Um, I didn't love Vivaldi's. I, I, and I can't really put my finger on what I didn't like about it. And maybe I could have just been bias being influenced by how I was not really liking her in that episode. The only the only thing I could put my ping on was, was like, I didn't like the double usage of those massive big platform boots. I thought maybe she could have changed a bit more, but I don't know. Like, compared to what she did in the episode before, this just wasn't it for me.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I felt like it's as well... I, I don't think any of them managed to, like, nail the concept. Like, yeah. and really kind of bring us something kind of, wow... But I I do think that the the other I think the Vivaldi was more like these are two great looks um and they're in different colors and styles So yeah. therefore I'm gonna put them together yeah and I'm gonna wear the same boots so it like tells a story of going between the two of them it's but like yeah the I I didn't really love um I didn't I didn't really love that look much no I mean I did I did think that it like. I, I sort of thought that like it it would be an impre- impressive Instagram post. The one that that the one that she was judged in. I was like, well that's like that is that looks well. Mm. But just I don't you know, there was something about it that I wasn't quite into when it put the two of them together and then with the other people as well.
0: Yeah, and I found the edit- I did
1: like Tabitha as well. I liked mm, Tabitha too. too.
0: Yeah. I found the editing was particularly crap in this episode as well. Like I think there was times where like it was like oh let's bring back the girls and then you're right there having in the middle of a conversation. At just other times where I thought the sound was off and I was like, come on guys.
1: I yeah I I wonder if they were trying like I felt like as if maybe they were scrambling to try and create a kind of a sense of vulnerability in Vivaldi through the he- Talking Heads in order to make us less pissed off when she wasn't just given the boot straight away. You know like I because like there was like like the kind of talking about the. But she was talking to like Tabitha and that about like her depression and how it makes her handle things differently. Hmm. And I, you know, the thing is like I'm very much like, yeah, like depression is is like you know mental health is really important. Depression is terrible. Everyone has suffered, but all this, but that doesn't change the fact you broke the fucking rules. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's for me. That's the disconnect. It's kind of like you're trying to use this serious issue, which is a serious issue to shield over the fact that you're letting someone away with breaking the rules
0: yeah and not even explicitly saying that either just being like oh she was like oh well, I have depression I was like well get a doctor's note for her, you know if you want to break the rules and don't just yeah. take it on, on you know on your own back and then like,
1: on, the, on the runway seems to suggest that she needed to have her phone so that she could ring her mother because she had depression I, I figured that that's kind of yeah. what I picked up from it and, and that, I was like I thought, that pissed me uh, off
0: like, now I was like yeah you're, you're you're kind of using the sob sob story
1: yeah, exactly. I was like, come on now. If I had been there, I'd have gone out and abeliced her right in the face.
0: <laughs> we don't <laughs> convone violence, James.
1: <laughs> also, deep cut reference. Yeah. <laughs> Not that deep, though, I think, for the gays. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: yeah, the, the resurfacing, you know, in, yeah, yeah. Tr- in trends. Now, something I we, and I think you agreed with me, have been giving out about this season is the choice of lip-sync song. I mean, episode five, Call Me Mother by RuPaul, Yawn. I mean, I like it, but as a lip-sync choice is is Jan. Yeah. We finally got the Dutch gay pop banger that we deserved in this week's episode with Mero and... Lekker with the Maiden my Dutch friends are telling me that Lekker with the Maiden means hanging with the girls but it started by kind of girls who might be doing something fancy like going out for oysters or like getting their nails on a fancy thing would be like just hanging with the girls doing this um, doing this exorbitant thing as if you can do it all the time but you're not that bougie. that people then Mm -hmm. began to parody on instagram so it's like a parody of like basic bitches basically um there's that other song that i looked up that she talks about which is you know shut your mouth and eat me out uh i'm obsessed with her now obsessed with her and i thought the lip sync choice was great
1: i didn't understand it having got the context i love it i think it's great um (laughs) i found the lyrics very distracting um, but now I understand why. Yeah. I, I, I. So
0: you were just sitting there in a rage, and you're like, I can't even hear the just, song.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I, I how, how am I supposed <coughs> to take this show seriously anymore? Like, you know, this is like, this is this is like the Zappone Gate of Dragon
0: Balls <laughs> like, There's a deep cut, for international listeners. I don't know. I don't even know how we're gonna go about that. I'm afraid. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but talking about a bit of a... Well, actually, yeah, before we move on, who do you actually want to win?
1: This is the problem. I'm actually not 100% sure now because I suppose Vanessa had been someone that I've been reaching for, but then this week I saw this side tour that I really, like, I definitely don't want Vivaldi to win. Yeah. Um, I, I Like, I, so it's definitely between My Little Pony and Kedda Minaj. I think I'm edging towards My Little puny just because, like... Like, I, I think that's... I, now, without with very little sort of evidences I think I prefer My Little pony as like an individual As a person I think that like He seems nicer in the like talking heads And, and like I've liked a lot of the looks I think the Ken of Minaj is probably like a better performer And a better like drag queen So I, I'd be happy with either of them Though I, I do sort of think it would have been nice To see Tabitha get into the top four I think Tabitha was very much like Our friend on Drag Race España Whose name has escaped me Dorvima? No, um, Ocasio. No, oh, Poopy, Poopy. Yes, in that kind of like the comedy queen that never quite made it to the line that they were expecting. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. so like you know, I didn't expect her to win either. So I don't know. It's it's a weird one. I I'm I'm not overly invested in any of them, and in, it sort of feels like I'm. It in my mind, I still feel like I'm quite early on in the season. Yeah, even though the like, valley. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's strange I can't put my finger on why I like little, My Little pony more because especially in these two episodes I think Kayla Minaj did a much better job obviously she won the second episode and I kind of thought she deserved to win the first one based yeah. on drag alone um, so maybe I'll have to go back and look at the looks but I just I get a bit more excited when I hear My Little Poonie's up next than I do when I, it's Kayla Menage, and that's kind of just all I have to go off with um, yeah yeah so, yeah, that's Drag Race Holland. I'm still enjoying it, though. It's going to be interesting to see how it all wraps up in two episodes' time. In other places on the franchise, we had the Canada Reunion, I would the one say. I just want oh, yeah. to
1: say one more thing about Holland mm-hmm. is that the real thing that this season of Drag Race Holland has cemented for me is that Fred is a superstar. Yeah. I yeah. Like, effortless. Mm. Effortless. Like, this, like, he is... I, I hope that at some point they start inviting like international judges to come like sit beside Rue on on like Drag Race UK or US to like kind of like participate some or in something even because I just think that he has such charisma, such strong sort of sense of humor and just carries the show so well yeah um, uh, and actually yeah.
0: like a real step up since season 1 so maybe it'll be interesting to see how Supreme does in season 2 maybe when they found their feet and stuff because yeah yeah it's really really refreshing and it kind of makes you think of like Drag Race UK 3 that's coming out soon to be like god I kind of wish that it was somebody else at the helm of that could just see where they'd be at with it now you know yeah yeah. so yeah Canada Reunion how would you describe it in one word eh uh, End
1: of word. (laughs) I mean, like, event, like, emotional, but, like, uncomfortable emotional.
0: Yeah. You know? It just, I don't know, like, it's it's no different to, I guess, like, that Halloween special we got from the season 12 girls and stuff. But, like, just no no good questions were asked really on, by, by Priyanka a good question was asked by Bo later on yeah. the episode I, can we, can we like, the,
1: the thing that I found the most distracting throughout all of it is why was Priyanka standing on that little like you know one foot podium thing like when she was presenting like why wasn't she just standing on the floor like why was she standing on this weird little podium like anytime, because she yeah. wasn't. It wasn't there. It wasn't there when they were sitting around doing their little <coughs> chit chat. It was right, just yeah. in the middle. But I, 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 got very confused. But yeah, there wasn't. Like I also thought it was like, we, like you know, Rita Baggett's whole like five minutes, sort of like basically hashtag booked and blessed. Oh my god! But also, I'm too blessed. good for this
0: because I've been on Celebrity Big Brother, so I don't need to come back and prove myself to any of you bitches.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I and I was I like. I, it was refreshing to remember how much I enjoyed lots of Drag Race Canada. Mm. I think that like it showed me lots of moments that I really was like, "Oh, this is this is good." And it did make me kind of it. Uh, whoever was in control of Priyanka's interview with the judges in season two like maybe don't have them stand next to like uh, like a, a jet engine for <laughs> that recording and don't like pump house music in over us like that was th- so distracting was i could so barely understand there it there
0: was so many moments of loud music that i was like guys come on i can't hear also also like the like the the the, the mediocrity of the
1: lip sync performances <laughs> like the absolute Unbridled so I know me Banks is okay. gonna
0: show you How she got her name By this stilted performance Of Mabel's Let Them Know
1: <laughs> I know And then the audacity of them To use the baby remix Of Levitating No that was Honestly.
0: the normal was the normal one Was it? Yeah Oh Cause okay Cause I was okay. on my guard I, I was like if DaBaby I take it back
1: the- I take it back Cause I was the, I thought that they just Had cut it out Cause there was a moment Where there was a weird Sort of like skip But I think maybe They were just like Cutting a song down. Mm. But anyway I was just like Boa and Tainomi both gave us, like, literally, give us nothing, girl. Come on, Yas Queen, give us nothing. Like, it was, I I don't know.
0: Do you know know what is the last example of how disappointing it was, which was like, you know, Priyanka was like, you know, I had my moment on the show about, you know, coming out to my dad. Uh, Let's have a catch up. And then it's like a two minute catch up of where that was. And she's like, yeah, I came out to him. Next uh, part of the interview, I was like, not a fucking video from the dad, not even a picture, not even more information. You basically just read out your Twitter statement that we knew already. So,
1: Uh, uh, yes, you're right. And there was a lot of like, because there was there was lots of storylines that we were invested in, you know, like Mm. uh, like that. That would have been one of them. Um, and, like, like Alona did have, like, Alona quit drag for a while and, like, was bullied and, and all this different stuff. But, like, the, the drama that they chose to get into, this whole, like, weird thing with, like, Scarlet Bobo being all like, I held your hair and cried with you and we sat together and we were in love and we were best friends and now I don't even know you. Like, it just was, like, the sort of, like, it was, like, drunk in the bathroom at a party kind of drama like when you're waiting for people to fuck off so you can go piss like that yeah. that's what it was I was like I don't need to know anything about this but also
0: it wasn't it. even clear why they're fighting it was literally like you're at a house party and people are fighting there and you're like just trying to get in bits and bobs of it because you're like so you thought that and you moved to Vancouver and you were finding your feet but then you felt betrayed and you pulled away and I was like guys give us some context here now the drama yeah. we did get the context for though was out of nowhere it appeared well, comes for Bri- Priyanka and is like, hey, you know, I've been friends with everyone since the show, but actually you stopped texting me and I want to know why. And Priyanka generally seemed put on the spot. Shocked.
1: Yeah. And I felt like I mean obviously trying their hardest To sort of like come off well But I felt kind of authentic with that mm. kind of sense Of like I like you got the impression that she is Kind of anxious about the fact that like her reign Will be over and that she will not be relevant anymore And kind of like that she is Kind of just like really going hell for leather Trying to like just do her own thing And she knows she's being kind of Needy or she knows she's being Kind of um, like she knows She's not being the best friend to people I I thought that was interesting and sort of a good sort of window into the pressure that gets put on someone when they come out of it. The other thing about it is though, like I really think we can all agree that the, the the winner of the franchise isn't the only person that has that like thing so it's not like because she sort of presented it like as if like oh like me as the winner yeah i have this like additional thing. it's like no to be perfectly honest with you like you're up there with lemon and jimbo because the three of you were kind of the stars of the season and, and obviously rita
0: did... bagger if she's two bucks oh here show up.
1: she's doing she's doing a 17 year tour of quebec <laughs> she is <laughs> literally, like every she was literally going to every single house. It's the reason why it comes to your house and does a performance like that. She I, basically drew started.
0: down her her pension already. The government were like, yes. you, Quebec governments were like, you are a star, have a pension.
1: Exactly, I I, I did like I I, I mean, you and like Kiara wasn't able to to to. I'd like to understand why some people were, like I'd like more information about why some people weren't able to join. Like, well, I Kiara woke up
0: late, apparently. Kind didn't I, even get an excuse.
1: Yeah I feel like Kine was in the UK At the time maybe I don't
0: know uh, I, know I that. figured that just was based on Watching her Matt Instagram videos But yeah I don't know Unclear. yeah
1: Um. But yeah there wasn't An enormous amount Of like other than The Boa Priyanka Kind of yeah. stuff There wasn't an Enormous amount of um. There wasn't Yeah there wasn't A huge amount of, of Kind of Interesting stuff. Even like a look back on the season, there wasn't that much kind of. I did actually find Anastasia and Akwe very funny. Though. Yeah, and when I she like, announced that she, she hadn't
0: seen, she didn't watch the show before, she or season one. I, that was the first highlight, and then there was a big dip. I thought that yeah. was funny. And you know what? Yeah. I know that the sound quality for the interview with the judges was crap, but actually, I am looking forward to seeing them. I thought they're kind of interesting. I'm <clears throat> going to open my mind to liking Tracy Melchore. You know, I'm gonna go in with a clean mind, yeah, clean slate. That's it um, I'm gonna She's no longer fighting to be on the panel, she's there, so maybe the nervous energy won't be as high.
1: I'm I'm going to give her a a soft access to my squirrel friend lounge.
0: Yeah, she can subscribe to our squirrel Girlfriend, uh, you know, premium feed. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i finished with Priyanka's video for Come Through, which was actually a music video with semi-quite high production, I thought. So I was like, fair play to Priyanka.
1: Yeah, I mean, also it felt like as if it was part of it, like some kind of a series of mm. videos. It did make Bianchi's me want doing. to watch
0: them all, which, you know, probably was what she wanted, so... It's good.
1: yeah exactly Um, I'll be interesting maybe maybe one day I'll go and watch them I, I, I can't imagine I will though I um, the song was alright yeah. I'd say it was, it was okay yeah, it, was great. it was fine it
0: was fine I did a quick tally and I worked out that of the 90 minute show three of them were interesting so that's 3% of it was good so that's basically what you can <laughs> what you can judge of the show and then I wrote Jimbo and Lemon were the best and in the words of Rita Baggett Kel's Prize.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: in other news, um, J. Jo Lee will be back on our screens.
1: Yeah, this is really interesting because obviously, you know, um, as the behemoth of drag race, like, lurches on, there are, like, pre- young pretenders uh, kind of snapping at its heel and, and the most sort of... Uh, I suppose the one that's, that's posing the biggest threat is, is Dragula. Mm. And it's interesting now to see... Um, some it's interesting like, to see a former drag race alum enter the ring on dragula and not the person One that you would have ever have assumed it would be yeah like jay jolie in like a spooky glamour horror kind of a look our our taylor swift i'd love kind
0: of going- if we get the sort of look what you made me do the old taylor can't come to the phone right now she's dead Like as like a first look to sort of put that old version of her to bed and be like, this is the new drag queen who I am.
1: Oh no! The execution. Whenever she gets executed, it's going to be uh, J. Jolie can't come to the phone right now because oh, she's dead. yeah, that's true.
0: And I think I, I could
1: see her being killed with like a uh, with a, a phone. Line. Just for people who haven't watched uh, <laughs> Dragula, it, the um, the show is similar in format to Drag Race in that it is a drag based reality TV show competition where mm-hmm. drag performers and creators have to put together looks based around particular themes and each week and participate in different challenges and each week the eliminated contestant is uh sort of murdered in an elaborate um sort of like fatality mm. scene. Yeah. And they are extravagant, over the top, ridiculous, and overarching the season, the Boulet brothers, who are the 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 um Host. the presenters of the show have a sort of a kind of like a cinematic kind of, um, I don't even know what, what way I'd describe it, the way, like, the subplot running through it of them, like, in their, like, gothy world, because, like, last year, it was, like, kind of, like, witches and stuff, mm. and, yeah, it, it's it's very, it's, it's unique, and all of that stuff sounds gimmicky, but it actually works.
0: Yeah, oh, it's really, really good. Instead of a runway, they pitch it as a floor show, and it's kind of a lot more character-based than, than, than like on purpose yeah. than, than Drag Race is and then instead of a lip sync you have to basically do a dare which I'm still not I'm still not in love with that aspect of the format but look we'll, we'll, we'll stick with it
1: yeah I would, I, I would love to see them move more towards something that tried a person's sort of um like abilities as a queen rather than just like their ability to like staple five dollar notes to their legs yeah but, but you
0: know people get their kicks off for other things it just doesn't seem drag related the last part but that's fine but yes we'll be covering uh, Dracula in this feed as well so if you're watching let us know are you excited have you watched other seasons are you going to watch it this time for the first time because of Jade if you want to know where to watch it it's on the streaming service Shudder which is kind of like a horror themed Netflix Um, so you can subscribe to that um, and watch along thank you for joining us we'll be back uh, with another episode of the workroom next week we'll talk to you there Bye bye